in the test the young's name in there. It's escaped through that pouch, is <laughs> What was one of the most important Bible verses that I shared last year? Psalm 23. Psalm 23, verse 6. This isn't an, is an important question, but how many times did I preach God's word last year in this place? One or two. Half a dozen. What was I doing the rest of the time? <laughs> the answer is actually 87 times. I stood up here to preach the word of God. And why do I do it? Because it's my job, yeah. <laughs> because I believe God's word is important. And I thank God that we are a church where we give priority to the word of God. It's so important. There are so many churches today where the word of God is hardly ever preached. I know of churches where if you go in there to preach, you're told you can only preach for 10 minutes. And you can't get into the Word of God in 10 minutes. You need so much more time to get into the Word of God. And so not only myself, for Billy, for Norman, for Ian, I thank each one for being um, obedient in bringing and sharing the Word of God in this place. Because it's so vital, so important, as I shared on Friday evening, of how important the Word of God must be and is to each one of us. And maybe I'll rejig what I shared Friday evening and bring it on a Sunday morning. Because this Word is so vital, so important. So important it was carried in the Ark, the, co the co co Commandment. It was carried in the Ark of the Covenant. We're going to turn to Joshua 3 and I'm going to be the 10 minutes or so. <laughs> Although I've got it's only 10 past, so we're okay. Um, turn to jo Joshua 3 uh, and, and it's interesting is it back up where the reading was but I think it was verses 1 to 4 and then verse 7 ok I want to read the verses that were missed out and I'm not saying they were missed out deliberately maybe they were missed out because I had to emphasise that but this is what it says in the verses that were missed out. Then Joshua said to the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Joshua said to the priests, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and pass on before the people. So they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went before the people. The next question. We're only on the first Sunday of this year, but what is going to be the most important verse for this year? It'll come up a lot of times when I preach it. Your memory is as bad as mine. Not by my, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. Where is it from? The Bible. <laughs> Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6. You can 
going to have to remember better than that. I'm going to have to bring it more often. Zechariah 4 verse 6, because I believe that that's the verse that the Lord gave me, which I shared last Sunday. That's right, by my memory, yes. <laughs> last Sunday, I believe this is the verse the Lord has given me to give to us as a fellowship for this year. This is the word of the Lord, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And my ten minutes haven't started yet. <laughs> for the watchkeepers. <coughs> Emma sent me a text, I think it was last Sunday, in the afternoon. This is the reading for next Sunday. Is it going to be okay? And I thought, well, it's chosen, so it'll have to be okay. So she said, no problem at all. But I did turn to it, and I did read it, because I actually wanted to bring something in from Zechariah 4, 6 this morning. And I believe as I looked at this verse, I've been able to do so. To remind us, and to emphasize again, it's not by might, that's our might. It's not by our power, but it's by his spirit. And that's how we need to go through this year. As I was reading Joshua 3 again during the week, and I went on beyond verse 7 to some more verses in the chapter, there were the words of a chorus that came to my mind, and it's this. God can do it again, and again, and again. He's the same God today as he always has been. Yesterday and forever, he's always the same. There's no reason to doubt God can do it again. How many know that as a chorus? There's a few of us. We know it. But 40 years earlier, before we get to Joshua chapter 3, God had already done something spectacular with his servant Moses. As he used him as his servant, his channel, to bring the children of Israel from out of their bondage and their slavery in the land of Egypt. And as they were fleeing from Egypt, they came to the Red Sea. And you can imagine them thinking to themselves, how on earth are we going to continue on this journey? This vast sea in front of us, blocking the way. And we know what happened as Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. The Lord drove the sea back by a strong east wind which blew all night and made the land under the sea dry land. The waters were divided and the people went into the midst of the sea on dry ground, the waters being like a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. And as we read that narrative and recall it, we have to respond by saying, what an absolutely amazing miracle. See, if you want to get from Newcastle to Gateshead, you've got a lovely bridge to come across. Okay, it needs some repair and a lot of money spent on it, but you can do that. You don't have to get to the bottom of the river and just scratch your head and think, how am I going to get across it this morning? The bridge is there. It's easy. 
But for the children of Israel, it was a big problem as far as they were concerned. It was a big issue. How on earth, Moses, you've called us out of Egypt, you've told us to follow you, you're going to take us to this so-called promised land, but there's this big river in the way of us. But God was in the equation. And an amazing miracle took place. An incredible sight. An awesome experience of the power of God at work. And they crossed through to the other side. And the amazing thing is that when the Egyptians pursued them and tried to do the same thing, they suddenly realized that God was not on their side. God was on the side of Israel. And let us remind ourselves this morning, in the midst of what's going on in this world, that God is on the side of Israel. Young people especially, when we are being taught stuff today with the wokeness that's going on, let's just remember, God is on the side of Israel. They are his people. And God was on the side of Israel here. And they crossed the Red Sea. And when the Egyptians came to pursue them, the water walls collapsed because God caused them to collapse. And the Egyptian army the horses and their riders and they were drowned in the sea and yet despite the incredible evidence of the power of God working on their behalf once they got through we found that they were a people that just moaned and they groaned and they ended up despite this amazing miracle wandering in the wilderness for around the best part of 40 years. See, the people were faithless despite having the faithful God doing so much for them. And I wonder this morning, how often are we ungrateful in this life despite the fact that we've got a faithful God who has done, is doing and will still do so much for us as his people. We need to be people that are full of gratitude because God is such a great God. We've already sung that song as we've looked back into 2023 to God be the glory because he's been so good to us. He's been faithful to us. And there's one thing for sure, he's going to remain faithful during 2024. Let's make sure that we are a people who are grateful and remain faithful towards him as well. But here in Joshua chapter 3, it is time for the children of Israel to get moving again. And this time, it is the moment when they are about to finally arrive into that land that had been promised them. It was a new generation. They'd now got a new leader who had declared along with Caleb just previously that we are well able to take the land. But there's another problem. And it's a big problem again. And this time it's not the Red Sea. I know we've seen it already in the video. But this time, it is the River Jordan. And to make matters worse, it was the time of the harvest, 
and at the time of the harvest, the river Jordan flowed more freely than it did the rest of the time of the year. And so the river was flooding. And so there wasn't just the river Jordan to cross, but there were the floods that were on the dry land as well, making it even more difficult to cross. And as the children of Israel debated the situation, they were looking, I believe, I think, they were probably looking for every single reason why they should wait until the flood waters had resided to make it easier to cross the river. But I can hear Joshua. And I can hear him striking up in the perfect key, God can do it again. And again. And again. He's the same God today as when the Red Sea gave way. Yesterday and forever, he's always the same. Look, you lot, and listen. There's no reason to doubt. God will do it again. And so the instructions were given. That's in verses 3 to 6. And then verse 7, which was a word to Joshua. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. And we could look at that in so many different ways. When God is making that promise, I was with Moses, but I'm going to be with you. And we can look at all the different ways that God was with Moses and say that now God is going to be with Joshua in exactly the same way. But I believe here that it is looking at the fact initially that as I was with Moses as he stood at the Red Sea I'm going to be with you as you stand by the River Jordan and so the story continues as the feet of the priests carrying the ark were dipped in the brink of the water it says that it all banked back and into a heap and all Israel passed through on dry ground passing over the Jordan. God did it again. God did it again. And he can do it again. And why? Because he is the perpetual God. The God who is with his people. He is the God who is there to provide for his people. He's the God who is there to protect his people. And he's the God who is amongst his people to demonstrate and to show his power amongst them. Imagine them trying to cross by their own efforts. I've got an imagination. I, I think a lot. And I could see them looking at each other and thinking, well, what if we were to just stand in long rows, linked arm in arm, and then another row beyond linked arm in arm, then another row beyond linked arm in arm, so forth until there was enough of them, and then we'll slowly sideways march into the water, and then hopefully, because there's so many of us, the water will begin to stop because we'll be blocking it like a dam. But I want to suggest that they could have tried that, and it wouldn't have happened, because it was not by their might, and it was not by their power, but it was going to be by the Spirit of God that they were going to be enabled to cross the water. And so, the answer was, by my Spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And what was the wind that blew? 
It was the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God at work, ready to do something about that. And the song that I've quoted, the verses from the song say this, Time after time, I hear you people say to me, Why don't we see miracles like they used to be? I still believe in miracles. God hears us when we pray. Because <coughs> God was God back yesterday, <coughs> and God is God today. You ask God to meet your needs, so why not trust in him? God has done it all before. He'll do it all again. He's willing, much more willing than I could ever say to perform a mighty miracle in your life and my life today. For God can do it again and again and again. He's the same God today as he always has been. Yesterday and forever, he's always the same. Therefore, in this first Sunday of 2024, there's no reason to doubt God can do it again. It's not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And in this account in Joshua chapter 3, the Ark of the Covenant that went before them as the priest began to step in the water signified the presence of God with his people. He was with them. He was leading them. He was there to protect them. He was with them to demonstrate his power towards them again and again. As he's already had been doing. Time and time again in the past for them. And this is our God. This is our God. We can get excited this morning. This is our God. He is also for us. And he's ready and willing to demonstrate his power amongst us. But I want to remind us this morning, there was an extremely important requirement for the children of Israel. And that's why it was important to read verse 5 this morning. This is what the Lord told Joshua to tell the people. Consecrate yourself. That is the important couple of words out of the whole of this scripture for us on this first Sunday of 2024. Consecrate yourselves. And then the Lord said, For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Listen folks, if we're not concentrate, consecrating ourselves, if we're not living the lives of holiness that God demands and calls us to live, we can't expect him to do those wonderful things we want him to do amongst us. We've got to give up the world. We've got to give up the activities and the things of the world that are distracting us from keeping our eyes focused on God and on the Lord Jesus Christ. We need to consecrate ourselves. Make ourselves ready. So that tomorrow, next week, next month, through this year, God will do wonders amongst us. And I believe that linked to, it is not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts, that God is calling me. See, I don't, I do care, but understand if I say, I don't care 
who were the previous pastors before me now because I am now the pastor so Moses is gone Joshua is here and I believe that as God worked with those in the past I believe God wants to work with me through me and in and amongst us today And why isn't it happening like we want it to happen? It's because we're failing to consecrate ourselves and surrendering our lives wholly to God and to his service and to this place in which he set us. And if we want to see the Spirit of God moving amongst us, then this is the challenge. I bring it for myself and to each one as I look around. Consecrate yourselves. Consecrate yourselves. For tomorrow, the Lord will do wonders amongst us. Amen. Wow, what a mighty God we say.